All right, folks, we have a doozy for you today. We have folks on the show. Both have been on the show previously. Jacob's joining me as well. We're going to have a fantastic 60th episode. We've got our best friends, Sam Worley, Jack Badger on the show. I almost said Wham, Shirley, and Back Jadger, uh, but but that'll work for us now. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us for this special 60th episode Jacob Novak is my co-host, or maybe I'm his co-host. Who knows these days? <laughs> no, no, no. We, but, but for real, we welcome some dear friends to the show. It's going to be a fun one today. We're going to do another rainbow. Am I correct, Woo! Jacob? Yeah. All right. All right. That's Tell us it. a little bit about it, and then we'll we'll uh, we'll get a brief introduction from our dear friends. Or we don't have to. No, Jacob, you have to. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the Brainbow, we have been doing every 10 episodes, uh, since, I don't know, like episode 20 maybe, um, where basically it is an exercise for us to get a randomly generated prompt of a character name, uh, their occupation, genres to work in, things like that, so that we can then take that and then just use it as an exercise to, uh, within the hour or however long our podcast is, uh, it just generates a story, generate maybe if we want to take it as a novel, as we want to take it as a film, if we want to take it as a series and things like that. And just kind of workshop and get those those idea generation muscles uh, flare in or something. I guess you don't want things to flare up. Wait, Sam, whatever. is the brain a muscle? Please, please let us know. <laughs> oh, goodness. I am not qualified to weigh in on that particularly. <laughs> okay. I don't know. It can certainly be, it can be exercised and expanded and right. it can atrophy. I'm pretty disease. sure if your brain swells, that's like a bad medical thing, is it not? Probably. So, I hope it doesn't expand. Yeah, encephalitis or something. Your like. skull is only so big. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what trepanning is for. But yeah. We won't go there. Sure. Uh, yeah, so, so that's kind of the, the basics of what we got. Uh, but yeah, so to join us, we always have a couple guests come on and, and bring in some new creative juices and things like that. And yeah, we got two returning guests, uh, Jack Badger, Sam Worley. How are you guys? Doing pretty decent. Yeah, good. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, now, Jack, you are a one-time returning guest. Uh, yeah, this is my first return. Yeah, awesome. And Sam, is this your third time? Am I remembering that correctly? This is my third total time, yeah. Nice, We're, we're awesome. just exploiting Indeed. your uh, ability to entertain, I think. Yeah. It's fine by that's, me. That's half the reason to have a podcast is exploiting your friends for content. So. <laughs> we're glad to have you guys back. Episode 60 <laughs> of Exploiting Your Friends Content. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually a good podcast. Write that down. Uh, Okay. So, uh, for this is the same website that we've been using uh, for the past however many episodes to generate it. So, there is something called the 48 Hour Film Project, where a lot of like film groups and especially in larger cities uh, do 48 hour competitions where you have your team and then within 48 hours you write, shoot, edit uh, an entire film and there's just a resource out there this is 48 hourgenerator.com for eight the numbers uh and it just gives you a character an occupation a prop a line of dialogue and two genres to include uh in your randomized project so that's what we're using for our purposes today uh are you guys ready for our prompt i suppose so yes jacob hit us with a good prompt (laughs) okay i'm gonna hit generate oh okay sure yeah 
So uh, I'm going to copy and paste this into our Zoom chat right now uh, for both of you, for all three of you to see, rather. Our character that we have to include is Art or Anna Hurst. Their occupation is a teacher. Uh, the propt, uh, or the prop is a greeting card, uh, a get well card or holiday card. Uh, the line of dialogue that we have to include is where did you hear that? And then the genres are dark comedy and musical. Oh my goodness. Yeah, this is right up my alley. <laughs> I like the combination of dark comedy and musical. Maybe just because I've been thinking about musicals a lot the past couple weeks. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, yeah, what what jumps out to you guys immediately? Well, I'm automatically getting that art should be an art teacher for I'm thinking elementary schoolers where they're making, you know, holiday <laughs> cards, which is something I'm pretty sure I did in elementary school. And, you know, elementary schoolers say the darndest things. Easy to put that line of dialogue in there. Sure. They're great dark comedy material, too, elementary schoolers. And I feel like there's a, uh, there's a lot. Uh, and I feel like a lot of elementary school teachers probably really depressed downside. So, you know, let's go. Ooh. Okay. I like okay. that. You know I like depressing <laughs> stuff. Especially with teachers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. But what do they have to be depressed about? Uh, <laughs> Definitely not their wages. Am I right, guys? All right. Um. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> don't know if you can use that, but <laughs> no, we're keeping that in. All right, Nate. Uh, <laughs> what about you? What jumps out? Uh, yeah, I love the name Art. By the way, um, Anna, cool, um, great name. You know, I know a couple Annas out there, good people. <laughs> uh, but Art, I feel not like passing art, judgment. Okay, so Art is a definitely someone who will sit in Central Park with a top hat and a pipe. Okay, jacket, I'm yeah. guessing uh -huh. late 60s, you know, art, friendly, friendly person. Okay, um, eats the same thing every Friday night. Mm. All right, uh, mm -hmm. but but that tobacco, that pipe with the hat, nice shoes, sitting in the park during lunchtime. So that's what I'm feeling like art. Okay, teacher. That, oh no, Sam's got something. Okay, riff off of that. That that reads to me more like university professor or private academy teacher okay than, okay okay than i like that yeah but so this uh university te this teacher all right is a professor of philosophy and oh, yeah. teaches and teaches uh teachers philosophy for second graders all right all right okay, <laughs> okay. this is interesting yeah yeah because there there are countries where they have Introduced philosophy into the grade school curriculum, which is but, a cool but, idea. But he hates his job. So he's trying to, like, pretend like he teaches philosophy for, you know, a 400-level class. But in reality, this is a <laughs> freshman first-year entry class for teachers who are going to be okay. elementary school teachers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dark comedy. There's there's philosophy and dark comedy meet very and nicely. Musically. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I, I also think that the name Art is just a great name for a character in a musical. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. For some reason, I can see that as being a Stephen Sondheim character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but you have to pronounce... No, no, they're from Brooklyn. And you have to yeah. pronounce it at. Art Hurst. Yeah. <laughs> isn't that more of a Boston? Yeah, I was going to say it's oh, Maybe it's Boston. <laughs> maybe, maybe we go bo Boston. No, Sam, you know, the, you know linguistics. <laughs> Vaguely. <laughs> so we humble. did a whole show with you about language. We did, we did. Yeah. The the Boston accent is a one missing from my repertoire, I must oh. say. But <laughs> yeah, oh my. You okay. should have had Owen for that. 
Yeah, yeah exactly. we need we need to Owen. <laughs> yeah. Owen, come play. on the show. Uh, Owen Graf, formerly on the pod. Uh, so so how are we thinking? Just based off of this, let's let's zoom out. So mm-hmm. we have the genre of a dark comedy musical. Mm-hmm. Uh, what form do we see this taking? Uh, I mean, I imagine it's not going to be written because it's a musical. Uh, but do we see mm-hmm. it as uh, a series? Do we see it as a movie? Do we just see it as a stage? Uh, no, not stage definitely not stage it's got to okay. be a movie musical i think okay. that makes most sense you know, to based, me well. like based in the late 60s oh i was thinking 80s interesting okay okay we'll go with 80s i like that too <laughs> i like that too although art himself can be stuck in the late 60s maybe. oh yes. exactly. yeah exactly yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it is all right good work okay okay this this where did you hear that line of dialogue Leads me. I mean, the, perhaps the obvious direction to go with that is that Art has something to hide, or someone does that that is eventually caught on to by another character and prompts that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. When when Jack mentions his like second graders idea, my mind went to uh, a second grader saying something uh, somewhat risque yeah. and not appropriate, and then absolutely Art says, "Where did you hear that?" Mm-hmm. And uh, then they find out that the second grader has heard it from parents at home who are talking about something that Art doesn't realize other people know about, maybe. Yeah, but yeah. but Jacob, Art doesn't say it like, where did you hear that? He says it like, now, son, where did you hear that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Takes him by the shoulder yeah. and goes to the corner of the room. Son, son, where did you hear that? Okay, that brings us to a, a good spot, I think. And the question is, what is that? Well, that mean that if gets dark comedy, right? right? The, yeah. We could easily get this greeting card somehow in there, you know? Mm-hmm. It's got to be dark, Ooh. though. You know? Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I'm thinking of the idea of a get well card. Okay. I think that makes sense whether he receives something. Oh. Like, oh, like maybe he is, maybe the dark comedy is that he's. I got like, something. You say okay, it, and I'll go. say it. No, no, no. You say it, and I'll say it. I was just saying, like, the idea of him being, uh, like, depressed or something. No, no. And someone gets him a get well card. He's sick. Terminal cancer. Something. But he doesn't know it yet. He knows that he's sick. Mm. Right? He knows he's sick. And then the kid, the little kid, gives him this get well card. And in that get well card, there's something that tells him that he's been diagnosed with something, even though he doesn't know it yet. Oh, and then he his the whole purpose of that this seems like some kind of HIPAA violation. He has <laughs> to go. Well, exactly. He's got to go and figure out how this kid found oh, out. Oh, it's because his parents are the his doctor. It's his physician. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe. And then they have to sing there's, about it, you know. And it's going to be melancholy and stuff. There's there's an interesting. If you want to yank in philosophy and you take in Barclays to be is to be perceived. He doesn't know he has the cancer until he perceives it. Ooh. Which is Ooh. a silly little tie-in. But. Okay. What's the title then? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, That's tough a dark to go on. day on the west side. <laughs> so, it's a sequel to West Side Story. <laughs> west Side Story. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I, I just I thought the idea of someone getting you a get well card for depression is really funny to me. But I was thinking along those mm-hmm. lines, um, like. You remember back in elementary school, Valentine's Day, everyone, you know, would bring in a card, you know, bring in, you know, a nice little card. 
and the kids bring him in at cards and he realizes that, you know, his wife left him for good reasons or something like that because he's a philosophy person. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> and philosophy people are pretty Whoa. hard to be around. Sam's crying. <laughs> Sorry, Sam. That's what I was thinking. But I kind of like the illness. I kind of like and like the child. The child finds out through his parents somehow. Like mm-hmm. steals the their like medical records or something and finds arts files. But how so, but how does that happen before he finds out? Well, that's the that that point. That's why we have to figure it out. Yeah, mm. but you think that that call would happen relatively quickly, right? Well, mm. we're talking back in the sixties. No, 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 eighties. Eighties. Yeah. So transfer of information maybe not too fast. Yeah, who knows? Maybe it was like bring mm, your kid to work yeah. day. The kid, yes, the kid ooh, is ooh. the the kid of the doctor. Yeah, yeah. The doctor oh. had too many drinks the night before. <laughs> or he, yeah, he says so. It is like bring your parent to to bring your kid to work day for like the or no, it's like uh, bring your, when you bring in your parents to talk about what they do. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Career and day stuff like that. Career, yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Career day and and maybe uh, the. Um, oh, I know, because we're going with the fact that he's a university professor. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking the the doctors is coming with the kid to school, and the doctor says something offhand on the phone to like the mom or something, uh, and the the kid overhears or something. But I think that that can still work if it, it is like you're bringing your kid to work day. Uh, well, I like yes, bring yeah. your kid to work day. Like I think there's a song about that. Oh, yeah, definitely. like bring your kid to work day, and then people come out and clap, and like, they're all dressed in different different uniforms, and they stomp down the street while they're going to the school. Like this is yeah, no, this there, musical, shot right? There. Yeah, there's something in that. Mm. Yeah, that came so naturally to you. Oh yeah, I think I, I think I watched a musical not that long ago, and so like these things are starting to crank out. You know, like I know how a musical goes; they sing every three minutes. That's true, and mm. then there's a new song. Wow. Okay. You know? So let's let's rein it in. All right. So yeah, we are looking at uh, a movie musical mm-hmm. set in the eighties, tentatively titled "The Dark." <laughs> what is it? The Dark Side of the West Side, or something? Uh, I forget what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for the best. A dark, a, a dark day on the West Side. Dark day on the West Side. Mm-hmm. We'll say that's tentative. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it follows art who teaches philosophy at a university and also teaches uh, like early childhood philosophy to uh, up and coming teachers. Like hardcore. Yeah. Like he doesn't Uh, distinguish between his 400 level class and his (laughs) 120 level class. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Nice. I like that. Yeah. Uh, And early on, uh, Art goes to the doctor and the way that he finds out that he has cancer is one of the uh, wait. How would this work? That one of the students. He's a doctor. Well, like I mean, one of like the student's parents doesn't have to be a kid, right? Is that what we're getting hung up on? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but then I thought the idea was that the kid is the one making the get well card. I can't see a twenty-year-old making a get well card. You could have him run like a, a a practical clinic one day a week, where his people that he's trying to teach oh, yeah. how to teach yeah. childhood philosophy like, get to actually interact with the kids that he oversees or something. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. easy loophole, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and I I think that's most of what we have so far. Okay. Yes. 
So we, we use like all of that stuff because he says, you know, where'd you hear that son? Right? We use <laughs> yeah. all of that like right now and we're just about to Specifically climax. in that tone of voice. Right, right. So like we, <laughs> we've gotten to a point where we're, we're not sure we're not sure what's going to happen next. Like we don't know what is art going to do, right? Mm-hmm. Is he just going to be like sad for the rest of the time or does he have to go and figure out like how, like, is the whole point is he's trying to figure out how this kid found the information or, or is that just part of the plot? Sam, you go ahead. I think we might be on the same page here. Okay. I was going to say, come with me on a little philosophy bent here. Um, <laughs> oh boy. Here but you take, oh, and if I screw this up, it's going to be dumb. But let, let's say Socrates is the right guess. I could be wrong here. Oh, um, Socrates. Yeah, is, I know him. Yeah, Socrates. <laughs> that guy. Um, he, he, in the end of his life, is is posed with the ultimatum of leave Athens or die um, because they don't like what he's doing. So Art either gets the chance to leave his post, go enjoy the rest of his life doing the things he's never taken the time to do, or stay there, stay in all this, and die of the incurable disease that's coming for him. There's something of a parallel there. Mm. Black death. Maybe, but I don't know. Yeah, the, the that's that's similar to, to what I'm thinking. Just the idea of uh once this philosopher is faced with the idea of his own mortality mm-hmm. uh then the rest of the story is just you know less uh like a concrete he does this and this and this and this and this but more of just kind of a free flowing him dealing with that mortality and mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. identifying with uh, like these different philosophers and, yeah. and how he and just struggling to see how he's going to deal with his potential death or there something like that kind of and good place ish how many songs does he sing about this though like i think i think it's important that we clarify when there's a change of mood one There's per a new philosopher, song, right? Yeah, like Pascal's <laughs> Wager gives you a great song about whether okay. or not, independent of whether or not you really believe in God, should you just take the bet? Because if you don't and you die, maybe you're screwed. And if you do, hey, maybe it's great. Um, that one, oh. what's, or you could have him just go the nihilism bend for a little <laughs> do, bit do of a time. Machiavelli. <laughs> yeah, Nietzsche. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter. It's all over anyhow. Guys, I've been wanting, I've been thinking a lot about wanting to write a musical, and I think this is it. Yeah. (laughs) I think think we got something here. So, like, do you think, like, each, let's say day, for lack of a better term, each day he tries a different, like, philosopher's, like, philosophies, and that's what each song is about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Okay, so he wakes up every morning, has his cup of Earl Grey, Smokes his pipe. The only tea. <laughs> and then figures out how he's going to live his day yeah. based is it, on a Is reading. it lung cancer from the pipe? No, it should no. be. Oh, no, or, I mean, it could okay. be. Oh, I oh. guess that's a little obvious. But. Uh, yeah, Unless yeah, we want to choose some, some like other type of illness. Something with his spleen, you know? <laughs> and then he gets shot sure. in the spleen. Later in the end of the musical, he gets shot in the spleen, but he's not sure it's the spleen. And then they go in to ant- to take out the bullet from the spleen, and they just and kind of take his spleen out. And then he gets better because <laughs> the bullet's gone and his spleen is gone. Can you take out the whole spleen? I have is no idea, what? Sam. I mean, if, if you go particularly dark, maybe that, that takes out the cancer, but he dies anyhow because of that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and there's got to be at least three or four songs about this. The spleen song, the shot mm-hmm. song, and then the 
death song. No, that's a the lot surgery of song. song. That sounds like that's over the span of like five minutes. How many songs are in the typical musical? Oh, there's got to be at least widely. fifteen songs. Let's let me. I'm gonna check Spotify. I'm gonna then, look at the soundtrack for Tick Tick Boom, and then West Side Story. There's got to be at least 15 songs, right? Okay, so, and this also includes, I think, like, minor, like, one minute long or 30 second, <laughs> like, musical cues. Uh, so, Tick Tick Boom has uh, 13 okay. songs on Spotify, excluding the, uh, like, bonus songs that they put on the soundtrack. Um, and then West Side Story... The move, the, the new longer. movie I'm, I'm looking at specifically, <laughs> yeah. but I don't think it's that different. Uh, that is about 20. Yeah, okay. so that's more room to work. Yeah, so a decent amount. I think it also varies. Uh, mm. Like, I don't think La La Land, that's a movie musical, but I don't think that had, I want to say that probably had closer to like 10 or something. Well, I think anytime there's a, there's a change in the scene, a change in the character's thinking, there's a song about it, you know? And so it all depends on how mm-hmm. much we're going to jump back and forth between yeah. happy, sad, you know, upset, hurt, well, you know, whatever we want to call it. Because there's always a song when there's a change, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so what's what's the what's the evolution of Art Hirsch then? How many how many of those different beats to hit? Yeah, that's. Uh... Do we want to get into that particularly, or or not not that? Yeah, because there there does still have to be an arc for him, right? Right, right. I mean, I, the Do, only thing I'm stuck to end? wanting, the only thing I really want mm-hmm. is the career day with everyone dressed in their <laughs> uniforms, jumping down the street, going to the school, clapping and stuff. Like, I'm stuck on that. We're having it's it in a good film. <laughs> Just, uh, there's uh, on TikTok the, some song for the new uh, movie version of Matilda has been going viral. There's like some serious choreography like going down a hallway. And that's yeah. just what that idea makes me think of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that choreo. I like those singing and dancing choreography as you're walking down the street, like West Side Story. Like, um, what's the mm. one in in Baltimore with the girl hairspray? hairspray? Right. Like, yeah. I'm thinking, like, right. All of these classics, they have that scene. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Do <laughs> do you do his funeral that way at the very end? That seems a little. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> dancing with his coffin and then he yeah, falls exactly. out <laughs> wow his spleen falls then, out so, <laughs> oh. th- th- then you get into Schrodinger and is he in the coffin or not is he dead oh, no. oh, that's how he wants to live his life his last day yeah he chooses he goes he into knows. the coffin before you know whether or not he's dead oh he really commits to the bit oh man now does he survive in the end or no I don't think so I don't know maybe, maybe I think we people don't are know gonna, Oh, you see his body fall out, but then it cuts before you see him move or anything. It's like Inception, like the end of Inception. You don't see the top fall over, but it wobbles. Now, is this a happy (laughs) song or a sad song at the end, Jacob? Good question. Uh, Well, I think that depends on the arc that we take him through. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. it's tough because I I can see the merit of all three of those ways. If we know he survives, if we know he dies, or if it's ambiguous. Mm. Uh, Well, that could be the song. Does he live or is he dead? <laughs> and then they start clapping and walking down the street in a parade. Right? Choreographed. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm full of great ideas. Maybe this takes place in New Orleans instead of New York. 
with oh, the dancing but, coffin. But but oh. art is from Boston, or art is from the Northeast. He can be I from the Northeast, yeah, but that, maybe that that's like some of the conflict that he has that with like true. And he sweats every day in his tweed jacket. Yes, I think yes. there is also <laughs> yeah. merit to just the setting of there being snow while he's contemplating his mm, mortality. The winter motif. And then yeah. when they're carrying the coffin, they slip on the ice. Oh, of course. yes. <laughs> now it makes sense. <laughs> it's all coming together. Yes. <laughs> so so let's let's start with the the movie starts. Mm-hmm. And he is, what is his initial outlook on death, do we think? Do we think Ooh, good question. he's ready for when it comes? Do you think he just hasn't thought this about his Sam own question. death much? Uh, is, he, uh, is he scared? Is he not scared? Or is he not scared until he gets the diagnosis? Yeah. I don't know, Sam. Who? What? This guy, a philosopher, has to be like, in a in a very close relationship with a philosopher, one single philosopher, and the whole oh, idea oh, is that mm-hmm. for the for the last portion of his life, he now looks at the teachings and the thinking and the the way of uh, of you know education around philosophy. He he plays it out in his head, but but before he does that, because this is the arc, right? Before he does mm-hmm. that, he is He's tied one, to a to one right. single thinking. Yeah. What is that, Sam? That's a very good question. I, I like the way you're going. I, I don't have an answer off the tip of my tongue. But, um, well, yeah, so the, the question there, maybe maybe rather than start by throwing a name out there, maybe start by figuring out what, what do we want his initial outlook to be, and then can you match a name to that? Hmm. So what is it, is it more... Presumably, he's, he being engaged in this subject, he has at least taken time to considered death and to think about it and to form his sure. opinions on it and he he has grappled with it before i think makes more sense than than not having engaged the subject but then what he thinks about his own mortality and, and what does or does not come after would be an interesting thing to, to to establish in the beginning there i think you're right okay um jack what do you think i think he, i think art is giving me vibes of like um Someone that's like, oh, I don't care about death. I'm not afraid of death. Like, it's inevitable. Like, we all have to deal with it. So it might as well just get on with life kind of deal. Outlook mm-hmm. on life. And not necessarily preparing for after death. Not in, like, an afterlife sense, but, like, the people around him sense, if that makes sense. And mm-hmm. uh, how those relationships are affected by his, you know kind of fierce outlook on, I don't know if that's the right word, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that, that, that also brings importantly into the picture. Who are the people around him or who are the people who are absent around him? No one is this guy just on his own at this point. And I feel one of his, one of his lines is whenever he's smoking that pipe, he's like, ah, this is going to kill me someday. That's his thing. Okay. No, no, and then no, it's no. the spleen in the no. end instead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to veto that. <laughs> God, too much. <laughs> I'm watching my own mortality go up and smoke. What am I doing? <laughs> oh, now he's from. Now he's yeah. yeah. <laughs> what am I doing? Uh, oh boy, smoking is murder. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
Although I guess we're going with that. It's 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 in his spleen, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was just an idea, because I think uh, a song about a, sl- a spleen would be fantastic. Well, because it works. What does the spleen even vin- do? Venting one spleen is a thing. Too. Can you live without a spleen? I think that's different from a gallbladder. So I'm looking it up uh, right now. Okay. Oh, and it controls the level of white oh, blood cells, red it. blood cells, and uh, oh heck, we need so that. So I don't think so. I don't think you can look at <laughs> Okay, we need it. that. Let's go with the gallbladder now. We're going gallbladder. with the gallbladder. Well, we definitely don't need that. Well, I know that's, that's easily that's operable. That's the thing is, he gets you shot do. in the gallbladder, and then they take it out, and he survives. And then we're not sure if he's dead or not. So now I got to figure out how he gets shot, and why does he get shot? Um, oh well, let's go back to the beginning. We don't know if that's. <laughs> Gonna happen yet? You trying to I'm, say? Jacob? I'm just saying we gotta we gotta figure out his overall arc first before we say that he gets shot. All right, we're talking about Sam. He's got people around. Not Sam. We're talking about art. <laughs> art. Yeah. Art. We're Careful. talking about art. He's got people. He doesn't have family around him. Okay. Okay. Which is the and it's early on in his life when he loses the people around him. Okay. That's why he gets in. Which is philosophy. what leads him to philosophy yeah. because he has to find out why. Why is he alive? Like, what is the purpose of life if his family and people around him, like, and, and this is what leads him to not not make a community and a family uh, of people around him because he is so devoted to answering the question of why him and 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 not you know and, and not his family survive right. Mm-hmm. So I like I think that's a good basis, uh, and it, then it gives us an idea of it. it. It gives the viewer an understanding that this is going to be a dark comedy, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to be dark because this guy is is coming to terms with what life is without family, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so think... when, when when is how old is Art in the eighties, and when was he born, and what do we so want to tie Art to? Was a... born in the thirties. Okay, Ooh. okay, right. Okay. That, that yeah, leaves yeah. you some serious options. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I I get so, behind and, this, and and I think that he thinks he doesn't have like his. You know, maybe his related family is not in the picture, but I think yeah. that over the course he comes to maybe he starts off like Jack, you were mentioning, he's not necessarily worried by the notion of death. It comes for all of us, I guess. Wow, this is a really dark podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, uh, maybe uh, he over the course then starts to kind of lean the other way where he realizes that he does all these have all these connections that he's made um where i think of this is a super specific reference uh but it's doctor who when david Tennant leaves and he says i don't want to go uh right before he like transforms into matt smith um Interesting. Like yeah, that really pulled that that memory real far out of my brain. That was <laughs> I haven't thought about that in decades. Me Jeez. neither. It just kind of came in. <laughs> but I think I think realizing those connections too works really well with. I mean, any teacher, any professor has passed on bits of themselves to countless others and can sort of form connections and community with all the students they've had and imparted things to. Right. Hmm. Yeah. So oh. so sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say, do you think if going back to the um the idea of having like a song about a new philosopher's like he's trying a new philosopher's thing, do you think maybe he gets the idea of like each like way to live from like a student's like essay or something that they had to oh, write? Nice. Very good. 
Okay. Uh, I like that idea. Maybe right, he right, is there right. a song even, about that though? Well, I mean, each uh, each philosopher gets their own song. I guess, or like each philosophy gets their own song. Okay. And like they're like, he's like, all right, write a paper about Plato. Or does he does he deliberately solicit these? Does he say, okay, he finds out he oh. he's not telling him, but he says, okay, mm-hmm. I want I want your opinions on death. Each of you yes, take a different philosopher. Yes, yes, yes. And, and like none that. of the students understand why he's yeah, asking for exactly. This. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 I like oh, that. and maybe that's the secret the student finds out why he's like – he like hides his illness Ooh, and then oh, someone finds out go, about go. it and then he's like, where did you hear How that? Did you you find out about son, that, son, where did you hear yeah. that? Where did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, I really like that. And then uh, I think that's, that's a more uh, natural way to uh, incorporate that little bit. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. very good. And then, and then maybe from like like a grad student's son or something or or daughter or, or whatever, uh, then sends him or like gives him a get well soon card mm-hmm. or something. Card. That's that's something right. that like pushes him over the edge where he's like, I don't want to go. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so so if I'm correctly gathering everything that we're throwing down, mm-hmm. so he starts off as a philosophy philosophy professor who uh is not afraid of death necessarily uh and then once he finds out that he has cancer and we're saying it's terminal right there's no chemo mm. option well since we took away like the that. part about the spleen just overall yeah uh he finds out about the cancer and then uh he starts to I don't want to say spiral, but kind of spiral. Yeah, no, he uh, probably would spiral. In, in, a, in a comedic fashion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as funny as death can be. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is honestly Which is the name of a song funny. actually in this. As funny, like as, funny as, can death be. as funny as death can be is the title of one of the songs. That's good. Yeah. I like that. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Write it down, Jacob. Okay. Uh, Write that down. <laughs> it's, it's written down on your uh, audio file. Uh, <laughs> and so uh, then... He, he finds out about his cancer diagnosis, spirals, and he asks his students uh, for the uh, just outlooks on death uh, from different philosophers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then towards the end, one of the students finds out about the cancer diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that's like the beginning of like the third act uh-huh. or something where, uh, you know, then one person finds out, then everybody finds out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so everybody starts treating him differently, and then that's is, even more so triggers his transformation uh-huh. into "I don't want to go" mm-hmm. uh, and things like that. And they, uh, Sam, I saw you, you had your eyes light up for a second. I was gonna say maybe the opening shot before you get into any of this, he's sitting on a bench smoking a pipe, and he's in a cemetery, like a nice garden cemetery. Mm-hmm. Just, Where just, his it's, family's it's, all Nothing buried. is said about it. Well, you could do that. And he's or, drinking yeah. a bush light. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This, this, like, this, the fanciest pipe, the finest woodworking you've ever seen in a bush light. I can see him drink out of a flask if he's wearing Maybe a tweed, flask. But, I mean, a bush light would be pretty funny. Or, like, a brown paper bag, you know? Remember, this is a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> now, are, Sam, were you thinking that that's, like, the beginning of the movie and then sequentially everything happens after that? Or do you think that's like a flash forward? 
Like, we start oh, that, and oh, he's in oh, the cemetery. Oh. Oh, maybe, yeah, maybe he is, like, drinking from a flask and smoking on the pipe, and then he, like, wanders off, and we cut to, like, a week before. Yeah, and you, yeah I mean, you could go either way. That's that's pretty good. I'm liking the sound of that. That, that flash okay. forward bit. Yeah. Um, okay. I was, I was kind of thinking, like, kind of like an up kind of, like, prologue kind of thing, where it's like, okay. he was, like... I like the idea of like losing all of his family and then he becomes yeah. kind of like a hardened, really kind of bitter person that's like, yeah, death means nothing, you know, you know, over the years. Sure. Like, yeah. um, you know, he's in his 20s. He's like just got this professor's job, you know, mm-hmm. he's like has a family. They all die tragically. And then fast forward 30 years or whatever, oh. 20 years to whenever. That's my... That's what I was kind of thinking. Yeah. Okay. I think I think that makes sense, and we can then have him sitting at the cemetery normally, like not mm-hmm. downing a case of bush light. <laughs> uh, but then we, we, we mirror that later on. Maybe the end of uh, like the the climax is he gets to his lowest point, and he yeah. ends up like drunk at the cemetery at, at the same mm. spot, there you kind go. of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, what what is his lowest point? Do you guys think what what are we pushing him towards? Hmm. Uh, hmm. Where he then gets that that card that finally starts to like pull him back. To me, maybe he is getting subpar results from his students, and it is just driving him insane. That it is, it's just it's not there what what hmm. they're writing, and they're not getting it. And mm-hmm. he's just every day crunching through grading and reading and just getting mad and mad and mad and upset and angry at these students. And every day we see a progression of him getting worse and worse, yelling at the students, trying to, cause he's got yes something mm-hmm. in him. He that blows he, up. He blows yes. up in the class. Yeah. yeah. He blows up in the classroom. Throws and that's the point at which he is most alienated people too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Truly Completely alienated everyone. No family, yeah. the students, no one respects him anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Maybe there's like one person at the dog park that like, or at, maybe we incorporate a dog park. I don't know. I or well, the cemetery, but then that's like, that's getting to Ricky Gervais's afterlife kind of. They had dog parks True. back in the eighties. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. They had smoking so? on planes in the eighties. Of course, they had dog parks. It is. It's, it's <laughs> everywhere. It's an interesting was a dog park. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> I think it's an interesting idea to to toy with having someone maybe that he sees or maybe engages with mm-hmm. somewhat regularly who's not a part of the rest of the environment we're seeing. Oh, about. yeah, it's yeah. the old guy at the bar. Or the old yeah, woman yeah. at the or, bar. Or, the old or like a barista or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's, not a, it's a weird relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, they yeah, say yeah. hi every morning, and, and nothing much after that. And then, and then you know, at, at some point he opens up, and then mm-hmm. they spark a, a, some kind of friendship. Yeah. The other guy's dying too and never said anything. No. So, oh, <laughs> a too obvious, but yeah, I like that. Uh, the and other I, and maybe guy, it is someone. Sorry, go ahead. Well, I was going to say the other guy donates the spleen. Oh, yeah, there's, there's got to be a spleen thing here. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think the question is to spleen or not to spleen. Yeah, that right. is the question. <laughs> uh, may, maybe the person that. <laughs> so are are we going with the idea that like he? Uh, doesn't have his older family, but does did he have like like kids and no longer does? I and strange. then maybe he connects with someone who reminds him of a kid of one of his kids or something. Oh, that's a good idea. I was okay. thinking like yeah. all, maybe all of like 
you know, he had a, you know, a partner and some sort of children, you know, a child or two and they all died. But I think maybe there's a, maybe something to be said of like one of the kids survives and like, obviously he, it's the sixties when this happens, when like the deaths mm. occur. And so, you know, probably not the best father. And so the kid becomes estranged. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And that kid is living in Huntington, Pennsylvania. <laughs> classic, in, classic. In New Orleans. <laughs> Sorry, Orleans Alexandria, Orleans. Alexandria, Pennsylvania. Orbizonia, Pennsylvania. Orbi. <laughs> and uh, and maybe then the he finally talks to that kid before he blows up at the class, and that's part of the reason that that pushes him to that edge where he then blows up at the class the mm. next day because the kid doesn't want to talk to him. At yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And then he blows up. He's at his lowest. He's drinking in the cemetery. He's walking away. And then maybe he he runs into whoever that connection is that reminds him of uh, one of his kids. Yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, something from there that like sparks something in him. He gets the paper from one of the students that finally clicks with him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and. Uh, yeah, where where are we thinking we're taking this as it as it nears the end? We're not ending with the sh- the box, the Schrodinger's box. <laughs> yeah. No, I like the end of the Schrodinger's box. Yeah. A box, a box, all of your songs are so happy. <laughs> it's a com- it's a comedy. This is such dark, dark thing. But not every song, about. not every song is comedic. There are there are every song is comedic. Okay, because every song is weird. Is there, there, there's something is. in there about you can't put art in a box, but we did. Look at that. <laughs> we did here. Art art puts himself in the box. Yes, with yes, a grenade. That's essential. Yeah. Mm. Well, and that's the thing is that that yeah maybe with a grenade because that's the shredder, or is it gas? The vial box. of poison that ah whatever same may thing. break. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the cancer yeah. serves that function. So, but, or, or, or it's a sandwich that could be food poisoning or something. Mm, that's what gets yeah. him. Sandwich food poisoning. Food poisoning is that what no place to go to the bathroom in the box. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be comedic, Jacob. Don't look at me like that. There are comedies that aren't slapstick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <never> <laughs> um, so, but so it sounds like we're sticking with the idea that it is ambiguous. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Whether it's up to interpretation. Well, and I think that's a neat idea in that it gestures to the ambiguity and interpretability of death itself generally. Do you right. think? And, and our goal, our goal is that when we create this masterpiece, <laughs> 45, 50, 50 years from the creation of this actual masterpiece, right? This is really meta. 50 years from then, we have to have an eighth grade English teacher walk us through this entire movie and yeah. the class through the whole movie and like break down everything like they do oh, all and, of the novels and stuff. And 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 write a persuasive essay. <laughs> do you argue that, exactly. that he is alive at oh. the end or he's not? Or oh he is my alive. God. And there's <laughs> no real truth. Uh-huh. But that is the, that is, yeah. And then Jacob, they have to listen think? to this podcast for yeah, more. Yeah, Everybody's yeah, like, yeah, wait, yeah. Jacob, this is a primary They have no idea yeah. what they're talking about. This is primary school yeah. stuff. Yeah, this, yeah. this is mean, what they on cite now. on their persuasive essay. That's right. Uh, all right. Well, do we think there's a song at the end, like, as he, um, as he falls out of the box, like, mm-hmm. there's, like, kind Are of a ghostly. No, no, no. Hang on. Wait, wait. 
There you go. Bear with me. So he falls out of the box, and then, like, kind of, like, he's looking down over himself, but, like, he's singing, is he dead, is he alive? I don't know. Ooh. Like, all right, I'm actually kind of thinking of this now more as a stage production in this sense. Like, he's, like, in kind of, like, a white robe, and I guess I would kind of imply that he's dead, but if he's singing, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think Never we mind. Have to scratch it off the record. Scra- scratch it out of the record. Interesting. I think we have, need to. I, I'm not married to the. He falls out of the coffin idea. Oh, I am. I think the idea is he's still in the box, right? Because we see him put himself in the box, mm-hmm. and then he, he brings something, and we're not sure if it's something that's going to kill him or not. Because well, his idea is that he's going to live out like the final day that he says he's living. Mm. He's living out Schrodinger's body. He's living yeah. out this mm. thing, right? Yeah. And the, 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 I mean, the ultimate mechanism is the cancer inside him. That's a time bomb that we don't know when it's going to. We don't mm. know. And, but we him. see him as he comes back to life with his intelligence and we see a twinkle in his eye. Mm-hmm. He's physically dying. Yeah, right? yeah. So we oh, see the, the mentality yeah. of him coming back, right, but, right. but he's actually dying. And so when he can hardly get up in the morning, mm-hmm. and he can hardly move his his limbs, and he can hardly talk, and he puts himself in the box. Mm-hmm. He could be dead in 15 minutes, or yeah. he could be alive in two days, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he yeah. packs himself a sandwich, right? <laughs> and he, he prepares for this. Yeah. And that just furthers the idea of, is he going to survive in this box and come out in two days? Or is he going to be dead? That's tremendous. And we won't know. Yes. And that eighth grade English teacher is going to say, well, what led up to this point? Uh-huh. So is the eighth grade English teacher part like an epilogue then? No, no, no. Oh, this, this is, is this just is a completely different. Oh, oh, I thought this yeah. was going to be part of the movie. No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, prepare, mark your calendar. Oh, I guess it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 2073, this will be end. Wow. Well, that's a lot of food for thought. There's a lot of food for thought. I I do think, I keep forgetting, it's the the dark side, no. Oh, oh, a dark day on the west side. (laughs) Oh, right. Tentative title. (laughs) Uh, A dark day on the west side. Um, Yeah. I feel like there's got to be like a one word title. Box. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Um, I think nope is yeah. already taken, Nate. Oh, nope is already <laughs> taken. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, there's there's a lot going on here that I actually really like. And I think I yeah. say this every time, but I would love to actually work on this as something. Uh, uh, this got way, way more interesting than than the initial prompts sprang out to me. Yeah, it really it's, did. It got really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, f- thank you all for your creative juices pouring into this cup. I don't like that metaphor. I don't like the word juices. For joining us for this very special episode 60 brainbow session. Uh, yeah, this is, I love this idea. I think there's there's something that we got here. Uh, maybe he doesn't fall out of the box, whatever. Uh, <laughs> no, he does. But, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, this was great. Yeah. Very cool. Well, well, should we wrap up with some definitely not procrastinating? Yes, but Jacob, we got to limit it to like two minutes a pop, you know? I was right on time. I don't you, need you, the whole. I don't need to hear the whole. Like I don't need to hear the whole thing about Marvel Universe. You're, okay, you're always I just, like, Jacob, you take up so much time with this. Jacob, you're always talking about Marvel stuff. I would love to get some statistics about how <laughs> right. much I talk about Marvel and how much I go over two minutes. 
All right, all right. We'll get that statistics. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Evan Quinter, you're a scientist. Go do it. Yeah, give us something good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nate, do you want to kick us off? Sure. Okay, Jacob. So I watched, now, don't say anything. I watched Avatar. I went to the movie theater and watched Avatar. The new okay? one? The new one. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. What, something about water. Okay. So <laughs> I wish that let, was the title. <laughs> <laughs> something about water? Question. Okay. All right. All right. So here's the deal. I'm sitting in the movie theater. It's one of those recliner movie theaters, right? We, you know, got myself some popcorn. Winter's next to me. Recline. The movie theater is so hot that I can't even enjoy the movie. So this is like a three and a half hour movie or something like that. Like it's super long. Yeah. And I'm like laying, like enjoying it because it's visually pleasing in many, you know, it, it, it's, it's neat to watch, right? We'll talk about the story here in a moment. But it's so hot in the movie theater that I can't like actually like anything about it. So that's an issue with the movie theater, not the movie. Let me get <laughs> to the movie here real quick. Visually, the movie is pretty neat. You get to see really cool colors. You get to see really big machines and stuff, right? It's very similar to the first uh, Avatar movie. I'm not sure I like the high frame rate that it was shot in. It does mm. funky things. I'm not yeah. sure I like it. Isn't I think it, it was a done variable? for a specific reason. So like it, it switches frame rates throughout the movie depending on what's happening. I'm not sure. I'd have to look it up, but I, you can you can you can see and feel when it just is a little startling. And obviously it's done on purpose, right? So so the frame rate thing I'm not I'm not positive I like. Um but it's an artistic thing that he chose to do was Cameron, James Cameron, James Cameron. Yeah. Okay. So that's one thing. The other thing is the movie is so long that towards the middle to end of the movie, there are sequences where that are just too long. Okay. And this is my opinion where I understand what James Cameron's trying to do, which is allow the viewer to understand the dynamics of family and the importance of, you know, surviving and keeping the loved ones, you know, alive and, and, and the idea of the community saving one community, but going to another one and endangering them. Like, I understand that. But but the idea of, like, showing a couple minutes long of one scene just to get the viewer into that, you know, mood and idea of what's going on, I think those were just a little bit too long, which is what extended that movie way longer than it needed to be. Okay? The last thing I want to say about the movie, I, I, I enjoyed it. Other than being way too hot, eating too much popcorn, <laughs> and almost falling asleep a couple no times. No such thing as too much popcorn. <laughs> I don't think that it deserves the hate that it's getting. Is it getting hate? Yeah, I think people, uh, coming from you, I mean, you're not excited about it. Um, I'm, I'm which I interested. guess is different from hate. You're yeah, inter- yeah. I, yeah, I think, it, I, yeah, I've from what I've seen, it seems like camps of people who, you know, are excited and just love the visuals of it. Uh, and like the first one and people who just thought the first one was fine. Uh, yeah. And I think it's this weird like game gamification of people like wanting this movie to be the highest grossing movie and people not wanting this to be it or something. And it's like, it doesn't yeah. matter. Like just yeah. like what you like, but yeah. Right. Right. I think I, so the, the, what I take from this is James Cameron wants us to, be in this movie, right? The idea is that you are part of the people. Are they the Navi? You're, you, you are in this movie cause it's in 3d, right? You're watching this movie. You're in the space. And he spends a long time showing 
the surrounding areas and allowing you to be immersed in it, right? So that's the pro. But the con is that there are transitions between being immersed in the space and then a and then a quick cut to something completely different that supposedly is happening at the same time. It's just hard to follow in mm. those instances. And then you're like here in this space for too long and then all of a sudden you cut to, you know, the, the air, what do they call them? The people, the air people or the people from the air. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I obviously, I was way too hot in that theater to even <laughs> understand what's going on. So I don't know if I like it or not. I think it was visually pleasing in many instances, um, but, but I have my critiques to it. Uh, but I would probably watch it again in a more comfortable environment and then dissect what's actually going on. Sure. Yeah. So that was like five minutes. So Jacob, yeah, <laughs> wiggle your finger at me. Yeah. But I thought that there was a conversation around that. Yeah. I'm, I, it's it cool that you, you saw that. I still, I want to watch, I want to rewatch the first one before I go see uh, the new one. But um, yeah. Awesome. 2009. That was a long yeah. time ago. Yeah. And I think he, cause there's like five sequels or something already planned. I think he shot all of them back to back. Oh really? Uh, yeah. So I think the wait to for three will probably be shorter than it was yeah. for this. Makes one. sense. But, uh, yeah. Uh, Jack, do you have anything for us? Yeah, yeah. So I, I texted Jacob this the other day, and then he didn't oh. respond. Ooh, but uh, and then he was like, "Hey, he liked my text a couple days after I texted him this." And then he was like, "Hey, do you want to be on? Write that down." To which I, <laughs> I obliged. Uh, I la- last <laughs> night actually I finished Ted Lasso. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. And I gotta say, what a incredible show it is! I was talking to Rohan, um, formerly on the pod, uh, yeah. about it yesterday, and it is somehow simultaneously so feel good and the most depressing show you've ever watched. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, like it is. Um, it is an just incredible show with the, just the dynamics between characters and the, the plot, and um, just like how the you know everything is resolved or isn't resolved. Um, and you know, I don't really dissect shows like you guys do. I, you know, but uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and uh, I'm eagerly waiting for uh, season three whenever that awesome. comes out. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I agree. What a, what a great show. Yeah. For a second, because you also texted me a TikTok about seeing Cocaine Bear oh, for yes, Valentine's yes. Day. I <laughs> thought that's didn't where you didn't respond to that. Um, <laughs> it was the holidays, dude. I was Jacob. with family. It's Cocaine is- Bear, Jacob. <laughs> Jacob, Jack is literally one of the only people who listen religiously to all of our shows. I do. I <laughs> you, every time we have a show, say, hey, reach out to us, talk to us. Please be a part of us, you know? And here comes Jack. Who has watched every show and has complained when we don't release shows. And here you are not responding to him. <laughs> I Jack, know. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Accept it, I suppose. <laughs> well, we can go We can go see Cocaine Bear on Valentine's Day, okay? All right, all right. <laughs> uh, Sam, do you have anything? What What 800-page book are you just wrapping up? <laughs> like, well, come on. That, 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 that's the thing. Rather than... Reading, I, I've been writing recently because Ooh. I have, you know, free time between semesters. And so I'm going back over the old book and revising it again in ways that actually make meaningful improvements, I think. Um, so that's been lovely to be able to take the time to dive into again. And Is this the same uh, one that I've been reading or that you sent maybe a, 
a year ago. I was going to say, you, you you be the judge of the first question. I don't know whether or not you've been reading, but you do have access. Is this access. like the fantasy one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is it the same document that you said? Because I asked you to send it to me so that I could read the, it, and I never did. The document, <laughs> the document is the same. So the link. The okay. Link so so I'll, we'll it. have the most up to date version. Yeah. Yep, yep. Okay. Cool. So it's awesome. it's it's making strides, which is good. But nice. Well, yeah. congratulations. That's a big deal. Yeah. I think your the beginning of it should say this book is for. Write that down. Podcast. Thank you. <laughs> this is yes. ded- this book is dedicated. Pushing me forward. <laughs> there you go. Nice. Uh, awesome. Uh, well, mine, uh, real quick, I earlier today I made on my notes app just like a bunch of things that I uh, can talk about for right or for definitely not procrastinating that I watched mm-hmm. or played or whatever during the break. Uh, but today, uh, just looking at it, I'll do something that I watched on New Year's Eve, actually. Uh, it's called Decision to Leave. Oh. Sorry, what's that? I thought you yeah. were going to watch the ball drop. Uh, no, I did not that? actually. Really impactful oh, okay. piece of movie. Um, uh, yeah, it's a it's a Korean movie called Decision to Leave, uh, mm-hmm. and it's only like you can rent it, but it's available. You can do like a free trial for Mubi, M U B I, uh, which is what I did. I just canceled it today because um, uh, I watched it specifically for that movie. Uh, but it's a Korean movie that's like a like a romantic like mystery thriller thing. Uh, and I just think it's one of the, and this is what most people are saying, so this isn't groundbreaking, but it's one of the most, like, well-directed things I've seen in a long time, where the director clearly had a vision for what this thing looks like, uh, and just, he, he does a good job just utilizing color and, and visuals and imagery and, and metaphor, uh, to, you know, push this narrative of this, you know, this romance, this thriller that's going on, uh, not even stuff that you necessarily grasp onto at first, but then I watched like a video after the fact and they're like, Hey, did you notice this thing? I'm like, no, I didn't. That's awesome. Uh, it makes it even better in retrospect. And I just think it's a really cool, uh, kind of detective story. Uh, and yeah, so decision to leave it's, I would be surprised if it's not nominated for best international feature. Uh, although that's not a category I'm super, versed in in the first place but it's it's really good so i definitely recommend doing a uh your week trial for movie uh through amazon prime uh and then just watching decision to leave uh but uh yeah nice uh jack where can the people find you well the people can find me on uh instagram at, i believe it's just jack top badger like the animal and then on twitter jack wt badger and i'm hoping in the next couple months here, I'll be releasing some new music, Ooh. stuff that I recorded l- last summer around the time that we had our last episode together. We'll have you back on to talk about the, the release. I will definitely that. I will definitely send you all like an advanced copy because uh, I, I want to send it out to people first to get some like some feedback on the production stuff first. But, you know. But the yeah, so it's the next having a months. podcast finally coming in. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, Sam, I feel like the answer is not really anywhere, but where can the people find you? my mailing address. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah d- d- not, not, I'm not really active anywhere, but if you 
go trolling through the friends of any of these other three, you'll find me under my name somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> On the broomball court. There you go. Wait, that <laughs> pond freezes. We're going. Yeah. Uh, and Nate. Yeah, you can find me uh, around the state college area. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm on Facebook. Uh, Facebook. Yeah, you can come <laughs> onto my Facebook and see my cat and, you know, my stuff. Um, Twitter, NateOric16. I don't know what my Instagram handle is. Maybe it's NateOric16 as well. Something like that. There's a story around that 16 number. I I, I, I won't say it now, but we'll bring it back another time. Yeah. There's a, it's a good reason why I chose 16. I think that's something we, we've said since, like, episode 20. Yeah, 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 I'm trying to just hold people till we get episode 65, 67. <laughs> oh, it's a world <laughs> Trying to hold the viewers here. <laughs> uh, and you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Letterboxd, at Jacob Yesfak. Uh, Letterboxd is the most active place I am, so if you want to hear my dumb thoughts about movies, uh, and I watch a lot of them, uh, you can uh, follow me there. And if you want to uh, join in on the show, ask any questions, add uh, any comments or feedback or anything, you can email us at askwtd at gmail.com or just message us on any of these social media handles. But don't text him because he won't respond. Yep, this is so true. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) See, I feel like I'm not that bad, but recently I've just, I I have been bad recently. It's all right, Jacob. We stand with you. Thank you. I appreciate it. We'll get that. over it together. I sit with, sit with Jack, him. Sam, thank you so much for, for joining us today. Thank you for having yeah. us. It's always a pleasure. All right. Well, we will see you in two weeks for our 2023 resolutions. 